Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey gang, welcome back to Out of Bounds. I'm Phil, and I'm joined by my main man, Kyle. Kyle, what's happening? Hey buddy, um, just, you know, burning the candle at both ends here. You know, NFL, college, we got it all going on here. Um, had some NBA bets in today. I mean, you know, just, just fucking killing it, you know, that's all. That's it, man. And uh, we are going to be talking about Saturday's bowl games. We've got a six-pack for you uh, to go along with the three NFL games. Uh, Kyle, today, you, sir, were one and one. You had a, uh, a nice hit with the Troy Trojans beating up on my UTSA. UTSA, that's a lot of letters. Who cares? They lost. Fuck them. Uh, and then we both took a hit with UAB. So I'm 0-2. You're 1-1. One one. How you feeling? Uh, I, I feel like a champion. Um, it's, it's not very often. Um, and by that, I mean, never, um, am I higher than you in college when it comes to this? Um, so this is a, this is a really big day for me. I feel really, really good about it. Uh, and I, I don't, I I took a bit of a hit, man. Oh, and two. And that was, that was tough. UTSA did everything they could to lose that game. I mean, they, they turn it over on four straight drives in the second half and then they, you know, dropped a a sure touchdown pass, uh, dropped a fourth and, and you know, ball game play there to, to end it. And uh, just ugly, ugly football all the way around today. Hopefully the product tomorrow is a little bit better. So let's kick things off. Are you ready? 
I, you know what? I am. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Well, let, let's talk about this clusterfuck. 11 a.m. We've got the Fenway Bowl, and this is Cincinnati uh, against Louisville. There has just been so much movement, you know, in this coaching carousel uh, in the offseason. So uh, both of these these teams will have interim head coaches. Odd, odd turn of events here. So Luke Fickle, you know, Cincinnati's coach, great coach. He's off to Wisconsin to fill that vacancy. So um, Cincinnati went and hired Scott Satterfield, you know, to, to take his his spot. Scott Satterfield was the former head coach of the Louisville Cardinals. So uh, you've got the old Louisville coach, you know, heading to, you know, to this game as a, as an onlooker, but he is going to be the next coach of Cincinnati. I mean, this is, this is just absolutely weird. So, um, and then there's opt-outs, you know, this, these are two big time programs, Louisville, uh, Malik Cunningham is opting out. Now he's a, an NFL prospect. Also uh, Tyon Evans, the running back, uh, Cottrell Clark, the standout corner, and Tyler Hudson is a very decent wideout. They will all be sitting this game out uh, for Louisville. Cincinnati, on the other hand, uh, Trey Tucker at wideout, Josh White at tight end. Both of those boys will be playing on Sunday. They have opted out for the draft. Um, so, boy, um, also, you know, to, to add to it, the first team, all AAC corner, Jaquan Shepard, is transferring to Maryland. So, uh, we're going to see a backup quarterback for Louisville. We're going to see a backup quarterback for Cincy and two interim head coaches going at it. Uh, this line, sir, is one and a half or two is what Cincinnati's getting. Uh, what are you doing here? Um, yeah, I, I think this is this is what we're going to see all bowl season, right? It's going to be yep. a bunch of holdouts. It's going to be a bunch of guys going for the draft. You know, the transfer portal is is fucking ridiculous this year um you know coaching is you know vacancies the carousel is always a a, a threat um I, I honestly i wish you're not you're never going to be able to do anything about drafting right if guys if guys decide not to play a bowl game because they're getting drafted you're never going to be able to do anything with that but i don't i don't believe that anything should start until after the bowl games are done. I think every coach should be there. Every player who's, you know, transferring, they don't move until after the bowl games are not sitting out. None of that shit. So um, I just think it would make it better to watch the games because I mean, you're, you're going to see here, basically we're going to see two teams that, you know, I know they played earlier in the season, but they're different teams, basically different coaches, different schemes, different teams, everything. Um, you know, it makes it very difficult. With that said, I'm on I'm on Louisville here minus the one and a half um, for the revenge game. Um, I still think that they're a, the better program here um, for this game, and I think I, I just expect them to kind of uh, after that loss earlier in the season. I I just expect them to come out and win this game. So I'm, I'm on the Louisville minus one and a half here. I'm going to take the other side, and simply because I really don't know what to do with this game, I'm, I'm not going to be playing it personally. Uh, but, you know, I, I got to take the points here. Um, I don't know what to expect uh, from this, this Louisville offense. A lot of missing pieces, but the same can be said about the Bearcats in Cincinnati. So, uh, yeah. you know, their two big weapons are, are out. Um, you know, we've got Evan Prater, QB2, stinks. Um, but the one thing, and this is just psychological, I don't know if there's anything to it or not, but, you know, when you get a new job, what do you want to do? You want to impress your new boss, yeah, right? Absolutely. So, uh, Scott Satterfield, although he said he is taking a neutral stance, you know, in this game and, and is not going to help the bowl prep for either team. 
I think he will be leaking secrets, you know, to the, to the head brass at Cincinnati. Cause that's what I would do. You want to impress your new boss. That, that's just the way it is. You know, you want to take care yeah, of yourself. Get ahead. get ahead, baby. So I'm taking Cincinnati in the points, uh, the one and a half or the two, whatever. And um, not much of a reason, but that's why. So hopefully we've got a better game at two 30. And I think we do. We've got, uh, Florida is going to be taking on ranked Oregon State in the Las Vegas Bowl. Uh, I'll just set the table for you on this one a little bit. Um, Jack Miller, QB3 for Florida, will probably be taking his first collegiate snaps tomorrow. Um, you know, the Anthony Richardson, he is, uh, you know, a, a big NFL prospect, even though he was underwhelming this year. Uh, and their backup quarterback should be sitting in prison, uh, but he's on house arrest for the uh, child pornography charges. Uh, yeah. You know, just a, a terrible for the kid in the family because I, I feel like John was a pretty good guy in the NFL. Awesome so, dude. Yeah, awesome so dude. His son is a child predator. <laughs> I wish nothing but terrible things for that guy. So, um, you know, he, Jack Miller is a transfer from Ohio State. He played a little bit behind, um, uh, what's his name? The, the stud quarterback out there. I can't remember. Blanken. Blanken. There it is, C.J. Stroud. So he, he did get some mop-up duty last year. Um, so I think he's a very, uh, you know, he, he's going to be decent. You know, he's an SEC athlete. So, um, you know, there, there's that. Uh, Florida has an all-conference guard sitting out. Uh, linebacker and Justin Shorter, the, the wide out, are all going to be sitting this one out. But uh, Florida does have their uh, two-headed monster at running back. Um, they've got 1,532 combined yards and 16 touchdowns. Oregon State, though, number 20 defense against the run in the country. But Florida's in the SEC. I think they can run on anybody. Um, you've got an Oregon State backup quarterback, Galbrinson, who's a 62% uh, passer, eight touchdowns, five picks so far. He's okay, but they need the running game, you know, so he can be effective. Uh, Florida is 109th in the FBS versus the run and number 127 uh, in defensive third down efficiency. So uh, we've got Florida as a nine point dog here. What are you doing? Um, I'm, I'm going to take Florida here um, with the, with the points. I, I just think that um, number one, the, the biggest thing in college football in my, you know, in my point of view is quarterback. And I know it's a third string, but I mean, this kid isn't, you know, he's not a walk on, you know what I mean? This kid it's not yeah it's not it's not this kid this kid comes from a a lineage here of of schools yeah he 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 transferred out of of ohio state but i mean this kid this is this is going to be their starter next year i would assume you know who else transferred away from ohio state joe burrow we know that guy yeah yeah um and i think that this kid has been waiting for an opportunity like this um i could see florida even going out there and, and winning this game i mean it's an sec school um, and you go back and you look at their losses other than the Georgia game. I mean, they, they, when they lose, they lose pretty close too. I think, I think nine is a, is a lot. Um, I even looked at it when it was eight and a half and, uh, I still thought that that was a lot. I mean, I'm happier getting nine, but I just think that's a lot. Um, I, I think that they could absolutely win this game, but even if they lose, I think it's a, a much closer game than nine. Um, so I'm going to be on Florida here for, for the unit. Plus the yeah. Nine. Sir, I think that's the sharp side, and uh, I'm going to join you. I, I just I like these SEC athletes against Pac-12, uh, Oregon State. I just I don't believe in this school. Um, you know they're 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 kind of funky. They they play pretty good defense, quirky. Um, but this isn't this isn't Pac-12 at night. You know this is the Florida Gators. Um, you know 
So I'm going to take the Gators here. I just think the pedigree will win it. So uh, next up uh, is the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. So I, I think the naming of these bowls has gotten a little out of hand, you know, when it's fucking stupid is what yeah, it is. I agree. I don't even like Kimmel. Kimmel. Don't deserve yeah. a bowl. He don't deserve no. a bowl. He's a douche. Yeah. So we've got Washington State uh, playing against Fresno State here. Uh, the line, sir, is Washington State is a four-point dog, total 53. Um, let's see. What, what are my notes here? So the Fresno State quarterback, Hayner, he's a stud. 73% passer, 18 uh, touchdown passes to three picks. Um, although all of his wide receivers are active, and that includes Moreno Cropper. He's a 1,000-yard wideout, five touchdowns. They've got a really, really decent running back as well. Uh, who's an 1,100-yard rusher with 16 touchdowns. The Fresno defense is number 10 in pass efficiency. Um, so they're going to be taking on Wazoo State. All of their linebackers are out. Two transferred, one to the draft. They're already number 73 in pass inefficiency, I would say. Uh, number 113 in pass yards allowed. Uh, so this is the the also the, the number 113-ranked rushing offense. Now, they, they do throw the ball all over the yard. You've got, um, you know, Mike Leach's leftovers, rest in peace. Love that guy. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, Ward, he's very decent. Uh, 23 touchdowns, eight interceptions, but he has taken 40 sacks this year. Three of his top four targets are out. Two are transferring away. Washington State is up the creek. They don't have their offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator. This Fresno team is Mostly completely intact. Jed Tedford, stud coach, seven and three in bowl games. Why are we betting Fresno? I'm not letting you. I will not let you bet Washington State. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm I'm actually on Washington State uh, on the money line. Um, I'm sorry. I, I listen. Everything you're saying points to Fresno State, and that's what scares me. Um, you're going to get a lot of unknowns out of out of Washington State, um, as well as a. You, the way I'm looking at this is, is you might get a little, um, a little bit of, uh, you know, Mike Leach, this one's for you, Skip type deal. Um, you know, I, it's going to be a bunch of kids out there playing to play, and I think when you, if you're in the NFL, if this was an NFL game and and we were looking at these two teams and and Fresno's the Eagles and you got Washington State is the is the fucking you know. The, the Giants, then it's like, okay, well, this is just a completely different scenario. Um, but in college, man, it's kids playing, and, the, and the, these these kids want to play. So um, I'm probably on the wrong side here. I don't like it, but you know what? I, I just feel like um, for all the reasons that go in Fresno State's, you know, in their favor, I just – something just doesn't sit right with me. So I'm on the money line here for very, very low amount on okay. uh, on Washington State. All right, buddy. You know, I try and try and lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink sometimes. No, you so can't. If, if this loses, I believe in my handicap. I am all over Fresno here, minus the three and a half. Um, I just – I can't see a way around it. So unless, unless you know, it's win one for Mike Leach, and then I'll be happy to lose because I, I, I love that guy. You know, and that, That's, that's, yeah. that breaks my heart, man. Um, but – Next up, sir, 545 in the PM, the Lending Tree Bowl, Rice versus Southern Miss. And, um, you know, I'm trying to make up some ground here in the win-loss 
uh, metric. So I'm going to let you pick first. Go ahead. Okay. Well, do you want to do the breakdown first? Nope. Or? I don't want to give you any. No, just go. Okay. Just going straight through it. Um, I'm on Southern Miss here. Okay. Minus All right. We agree. We okay. Agree. Yeah. Here's one. Um, go, go, go ahead. Well, I just, I, I like them. Um, I, I, I like this team. Uh, I like what they, what they've done so far. Um, you know, I, I'm Frank Gore Jr. Really throws it for me. I mean, that's probably, you know, my, my all time favorite running back is, is Frank Gore. I mean, talk about a guy who was so fun to watch and, and so fun to, to be, you know, uh, just a, a staple of, of what that, you know, position was for so many years. Um, so to watch Frank Gore Jr. is just fucking awesome. And, uh, I just I, I think that this team is a um, just a step above what what Rice is. Um, I mean, Rice didn't even have a winning record this year. I know Southern Miss was was you know five hundred, but I mean five and seven. You're limping into the bowl. You've you've lost your last three, um, and you kind of got pickle dragged in each one of them. Um, you know, I I just think Southern Miss is the is the play here minus the six and a half. Yeah, uh, Rice got into this game because there was, uh, you know, three open slots uh, for teams that, uh, you know, were were less than 500. And that metric goes by like graduation rate, retention rate, uh, stuff like that. So Rice got in because they're they're smart, I guess. Um, but this this game is certainly certainly uh, Southern Miss uh, to cover. I, I, this game will not be close. Um, your boy Frank Gore, Kyle. He actually played a little bit of quarterback this year. He has three touchdown passes as well as being go. the main workhorse running back. Uh, last year, he had to play quarterback as well for a lot, you know, a lot of time. And, you know, just taking the snaps out of the Wildcat because they had so many injuries on this this Southern Miss team. And, um, you know, the, the injury bug popped up again this year. So uh, he got the call. But uh, the Southern Miss team, they, they cashed in over uh, on the season win total for, you know, the book club members. We love Southern Miss here. Love their uniforms. They kind of look like the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, you know, yeah. maybe Rice will confuse that uh, tomorrow at game day. Um, but, you know, these two teams, they were actually in the same conference up until last year, um, you know, until all the conference realignment stuff happened. So they're familiar with each other. Um, but Frank Gore, 1,000-yard rusher, seven touchdowns, three passing TDs. They have a good number one uh, wide out with 819 yards and seven touchdowns, which who knows – what those numbers could have been if they had a real quarterback all year. Um, yeah. This Rice team, they're number 92 in the country in rushing defense, number 118 in pass efficiency defense. This is a bad, bad defense. Um, and we don't know who's going to be taking the snaps under center for them either. It, it's either going to be the uh, fourth string quarterback or the third string quarterback who is nursing some injuries. Um, they have two okay running backs, um, but Southern Miss's defense should bottle them up. Um, you know, we're talking about a Southern Miss team that looks like the Steelers. They also kind of look like the Iowa Hawkeyes as well, just black and yellow. And those guys play defense too. And so, running the ball, baby. Running the ball, playing defense. Love Southern Miss. This would be the play of the day. Um, if you can get anything under a touchdown, it's sitting at six and a half now. Kyle and I, we both bet it at six. Uh, but anything under a touchdown is good. Um, that is certainly a very real bet in both of our worlds. Yeah. Next up. 7.30 p.m. We're getting a, a couple nightcap games, and these this one should be pretty good. Uh, you've got SMU versus BYU. we got a couple alphabet colleges going at it here. 
who do you like? Uh, I'm I'm on uh, I'm on BYU here plus the four and a half. Um, I, I you know just kind of going through and 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 getting the rundowns of these two colleges. Um, I mean, looking at their team stats, I mean they they BYU throws you know the 270 pass yards a, a game. Um, you know they run for 173. They they score a pretty good amount of points. The issue looks like it's been their defense really this year. Um. But you know, I, you know, I just look at this game, and and I kind of went through the two teams, kind of looking what they've done in their last five as well, um, kind of like a what have you done for me lately type ordeal, and uh, looking what BYU's done. They beat Stanford, which I know Stanford isn't what Stanford's been over the last three years, but you know, it's still it's still Power Five school. It's still a pretty good, you know. You know, scenario to play against. Um, you know, they beat Boise, who's another bowl bowl team. Which we're going to get into the next game, um, but you know, they they've won their last three, um, and they've kept opponents under thirty points each game. Um, you go at SMU. I mean, they, thirty-one. They've given up twenty-three to USF, and I mean, it looks like um, they they play. Tulane here and just got murdered 59 yeah, to Tulane, Tulane really took him out behind the woodshed. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, looking at the two teams um, between points scored, points allowed, they don't seem to be that that far off of each other. So um, to get four and a half, I mean, that's a pretty key number to get past that three. Um, so, I mean, if I can get four, four and a half in this game with, with, BYU, I feel pretty good about it. So uh, I'm on BYU plus the points here. Yeah, you can get four and a half at Caesars, actually, if you want that. But I'm going to lay three and a half with SMU over at MGM. Just, you know, not to be contrarian, but um, I, I really like Are SMU you allowed here. to they, bet at MGM? Uh, no, but I have a proxy. So okay. I will okay. uh, All right. Just I will sure. text my, my proxy to put that in for me. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, they, they have um, – you know, their quarterback, you know, QB one, uh, Mordecai, he will be, you know, playing in this game, uh, 64% passer, 31 touchdowns, uh, but their number one wide out will not be playing, uh, rice 1,355 yards and 10 touchdowns. So, um, you know, he's going to be without his, his main weapon, but I still think he can spin it enough to, uh, you know, to, to cover this number BYU, they are the number 43 overall defense, but they have a glaring weakness and that's their pass defense they are 116th in the country against the pass um they're also going to be missing three linebackers one to the nfl two to the transfer portal and their stud quarterback hall jaron hall uh is most likely not cleared to play in this game so um we are going to air here um and i'm going to assume he's not going to play and that is a big blow because his his backup has already transferred out as well so uh, we will more than likely see the third stringer, Cade Finnegan, uh, take his first meaningful snap since 2020 uh, in a BYU uniform. I don't know if that, you know, if that'll hurt, you know, in BYU because they're all 30 years old anyway out there, um, <laughs> you know, with their Mormon trips and stuff. But uh, there's been some yeah. big shakeups in the the BYU uh, coaching tree as well. Uh, you know, the head coach is still there, but there were some assistants that got hired out and they took grad assistants and stuff like that. So. Uh, I don't know what the continuity is like in that locker room. Um, so I'm just going to take SMU here and lay the three and a half through my proxy. All right. Last game of the night. I don't have too many notes on this one. 
North Texas versus Boise State. Uh, this line has gone from North Texas getting seven and a half to 11. And that is probably because they fired their head coach after the conference championship game, which is incredible, incredible. So uh, we've got the, the boys on the blue turf. They're an 11 point favorite. What are you doing here? Uh, I'm on the mean green, baby. All right. Um, I, I just think it's too many points. Um, I, I just, I mean, I know the coach seven seasons there. Um, looks like a guy that, you know, is probably going to be right next to McDermott that you really don't want to fuck with, uh, in a back yeah, alley. No, he looks like a guy um, I would love to have a beer with, doesn't he? Latrell? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're going to hear a lot about his high school days as a football player during the sure. drinking of that beer. But, um, yeah, he's, he's, he seems, he, it just seems like a pretty cool dude. Um, but I, you know, just, just looking at this again, I kind of just went through these two teams. Um, I really wanted to be on Boise here um, just because I think it's a, it's a different level of team. Um, I, I think that they're just a better overall program. They're they're It's a better, um, a better football program as a whole uh, than, than North Texas. But this just got us with the, with the UAB game. Um points wise and and i just i just think it's too much i think this i mean this is ball season these teams are playing it's your last game of the season you can't hold anything back type deal um and i i just think 11 is a lot um it's it's past that 10 mark um i like them at 10 and a half too but you know i i think it's just it's too much um getting there it's it's, it's over that 10 mark so I, i'm gonna be um i'm gonna be taking the 11 with with the mean green here yeah, I think that's the the right side. Uh, and for that reason, I'm going to take Boise. Um, you know, I just I, I can't get there with North Texas, even though in my you know, my brain is telling me that that's the sharp side. Um, I remember when I was, you know, a, a young man walking through Coles when we were Christmas shopping in, in bowl season. And I had a bet, a huge bet on North Texas uh, with Mason Fine at the helm. And uh, they just they just puked it away. I mean, I, I remember they, they went out to a big lead and they were getting points and then they puked it all away. And I'm still harboring ill will uh, against the, the mean green. So I'm, I'm taking Boise here. Uh, their quarterback, Talon Green, he cannot throw. He struggles with the forward pass, but he is a huge, huge man. And he's a great athlete. Um, but they do have a, just a stud running back in Halani. Uh, he's got he's you know, he's an eleven hundred yard rusher with 10 touchdowns and he did practice uh, this week. So it looks like he's going to go. Uh, the North Texas defense is terrible, especially against the run. They're 107th against the run, 124th overall. So I'm just going to go go to the window with Boise. Hope for a blowout. Um, there is a prop on points bet right now that looks good. And it is uh, Boise's team total over thirty four and a half Boise to win which I think is priced at plus 180. That is plus EV. That will be in our boost channel. So if you don't want to play the side, definitely hop on that boost um, and and hope for fireworks. Um, but that's it, man. Those are the six games tomorrow. How are you feeling? You're going to you're gonna expand your lead or what? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, looking at everything, uh, I know we were, we were on the same side of a couple, but there's a couple that um, we were on different sides, which I think you're on the wrong side. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that'll that'll increase the lead a little bit. I, I'm expecting. I mean, we got six here. I'll probably go five and one. Um, you know, I, like I said, I that Washington State game might be a little eh for me, but uh, you know that that's a that's a that's a heart pick. 
You know what I mean? That's, you know, RIP Mikey, Mikey Lee. So it's, uh, that might be the one I lose, but the other ones I should sweep. So I, I should be probably around six and two here. Fair enough. All right. I, I really hope that that doesn't happen because, you know, for the next 18 days or so, you and I are going to be talking a lot. And if you get out to a big lead, you'll be absolutely unbearable. So, uh, yes, I will. I, I certainly hope that, you know, you don't lose uh, money in this bowl season, but I hope that I win just a little bit more. So, uh, take us home, brother, and we'll talk again tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I just want to thank everybody for listening in on these shows. I mean, we're breaking them down. We're breaking them down each, each, each day that there's a college football bowl game on, you will have a show on the out of bounds channel that you can go to and get all your breakdowns, get all your bets. Um, and it's, it's, it's cool. It's, it's something new for us that we get to do. Um, we're not moving away from the other things that we do. We're not moving away from NFL or, or, you know, NBA or, you know, racing or any of that stuff, but it's something new that we can get into. And, and that, you know, I know that you've had a lot of success this year, you know, cap in college. I think what it's like 30 units, 33 units, something like that. Uh, it's um, like, it's like 31 after today. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, and I, I think I'm probably like 32 now. So um, either way you can't go wrong. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, just, you know, make sure you make sure you do this. And, and then if you get a chance, get into the book club. Um, What's you know, the I, website I know, uh, that where people can join that? The dgens.net. We also um, have an alternate in case. Yeah. The alternate I, I heard is down at the moment. Um, something about copyright infringement or, or just, just being plain wrong. Um I'm not, I'm not even sure what it was, but uh, it's, it's everyone hates wentz.com. Yeah. Yeah. I think they, um, I think, I think they shut that down, but, um, the dgens.net is, is where you can go and, and you can get in there. Um, there's a three day free trial, get in there, start getting these things. I know you kind of alluded to it, you know, just a, a couple minutes ago, but the, the boost EV page that we have going on, I mean, do you have the, the the numbers or at least a roundabout of where we are over the last, you know, three, four weeks of this? Uh, it's it's a little over $3,000, real so, dollars. And that's, yeah, so, that's, you know, taking into account, you know, $10 maxes, $20 maxes. I mean, it's, it's a lot. We're finding some great yeah. spots. Yeah. So even if you don't want to bet on any of these college football games and you don't want to bet on any NBA games, you can go. And we do all the work for you. Most of it is uh, my my co-star here, Mister Mister Speedway Steve Two himself, Phil Bobbitt. And realistically, what he's doing is he's going through. We're finding all of these boosts and 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 the the extended values or whatever the hell EV is extended and, uh, value, hmm? whatever extended. It's it's extended if it's we're the- up over three grand. God damn it. And uh, what we're doing is, is we're finding the, the best bets. We're finding out, you know, different places that we can kind of bang the books a little bit more. And uh, over three to four weeks here, it's 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 you're looking at about a thousand dollars a week right now. So, you know, get in here while the getting is good. And uh, other than that, you know, we, we appreciate everybody listening to us and, and the continued support. And uh, adios, muchachos. This podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.